Welcome to The One, the podcast for dating from your most vibrant and authentic self. My name is Gina Catherine, and I am a confidence coach for love and sex. We know that we need to love ourselves, but nobody explains to us how to actually do this. This podcast has advice and practices on how to do just that. My mission is to help women deeply connect to their bodies, hearts, and minds. When we know, accept, and love ourselves, we draw in amazing partners and incredible experiences. I offer these words from the perspective of a usually straight, cisgendered, divorced, middle-aged white woman. It is my heartfelt hope, though, that there are nuggets for anyone to use in their sex, love, and relationships. In this podcast, I will invite you to let go of the piece of you that hopes for love but is skeptical and ask you to believe and take action in dating from a place of deep self-worth. The one exists and they are you. With that, let's dive deep into this week's episode of The One. In this episode, I talk about shadow work to get relationship clarity. If you're not familiar with the term shadow work, I'll recommend some great books, but here's just a little brief explanation. Jung observed that until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your life and you will call it fate. In this life, we are told, we observe, and we're conditioned that some part of ourselves are undesirable. They're made shameful or unlikable. We want to be loved and belong, so we cut these parts of ourselves off. We repress them, and they become lost to us. They become our shadow selves. When we leave these shadow selves hidden in our dark depths, they unconsciously cause chaos that looks like bad luck or repeating patterns. Being perpetually broke, sabotaging great relationships, people-pleasing, drugs, alcohol abuse, overeating, or just kind of that feeling that something is holding you back from your best life. So if you find yourself only attracted to assholes or people who it just doesn't make sense that you're attracted to them, it may help you to do some shadow work. Shadow work can get deep. I have a practice where I guide clients to the underworld to retrieve their shadow selves and then integrate these shadows to become whole again. It's such a powerful and transformative guided practice. And I do think that we can't really call ourselves conscious without shadow work. But shadow work doesn't always have to be a battle and it doesn't even have to be work. Here I'm going to invite you to try two super fun practices just to dip your toes into reuniting with your shadow. And even if shadow work is a staple in your inner work diet, you may find something new and tasty in these fun practices just to get out of your bad relationship patterns. At the very least, you'll be amused. The first exercise is to write a dating profile that describes the toxic dating pattern in like a seeking way. So you're going to write out the traits as if these traits are desirable, as if they're delicious. This idea came to me after my first few relationships flopped, mostly for the same reason. My partners lied. I wrote a joking dating profile describing my ideal partner based on these flops. Here's what mine sounded like, just from memory. Healthy, outdoorsy, hilarious, divorced woman in search of a man who presents as secure, 
but upon closer inspection is a wounded bird. You must think and express that I am too good for you so that I can assure you that I am not too good for you. It would be great if you get super anxious when I spend time alone. I do like to spend lots of time doing my own thing, so I look forward to helping you through the inner confusion and turmoil that this brings up for you. I find your habit of using dishonesty to cover up your fears and insecurities super hot. If you've been mistreated by women in the past and are either saddened by or resentful of women, I'm your gal. I will put aside my needs to restore your faith in womankind. I like it when you say you never get angry and you call yourself a nice guy, but you are secretly seething and you like to blame me for your choices. In fact, I adore being responsible totally for both of our feelings, and you can sit back in your anxiety and let me worry about how to make this thing work. Looking forward to hearing back from you. (laughs) So this, of course, is just an over-the-top satirical simplification, but it does two things for healing. The first is it makes light out of your pattern, and it takes the charge out of it. My fake ad made it all seem so silly and therefore not like this massive obstacle for me to overcome, but a smaller bump to acknowledge, to get consciously aware of, and then get over it easily. The second thing it does is it gives you a framework to know the pattern that you do want. My faux profile was very silly, but it was reality, and it was a reality that I wanted to change. So I took the jokey dating profile and I asked myself, what did I want? I know I didn't want that. So how can I take these now obvious patterns and design a path to what I do want? My new pattern looked something like this. I want to be in a relationship of give and take. I want to experience an equal exchange of energy. I want a man who knows his value, who feels deeply connected to himself his boundaries, his energy. Someone who loves spending time with me and feels secure if I hike all day in solitude. Someone who is so okay with the idea of my having time of my own that he celebrates this and perhaps even goes out of his way to cook a meal for me when I return from a day on the mountain. Someone who is a co-collaborator. You get the idea. Resist the temptation to keep falling back into what you don't want when you are writing what you do want. So only speak of and write the positives. For example, don't write, I want someone who can communicate with kindness and not someone who puts the blame on me and is passive aggressive. No, just write, I want a partner who communicates with kindness. Focus on, grow, and blossom into what you do want now. You can also use the positives as affirmations. So speak, I am attracting beautifully honest humans who are ready and willing to be in my energy and create something amazing. The next practice is a writing exercise that I got from Dr. Caroline Elliott, the author of Existential Kink. She calls it deep fear inventory. I do it all the time to get clarity. You'll start by writing on the top of a sheet of paper and do use paper because you're going to get rid of it after. You can write one of two ways. Either write, Dear God, Universe, Source, Goddess, Yahweh, whatever, but address it to a higher power or your highest self. 
write, Dear God, I hate having, and then write whatever it is you do want. Or the second way is to write, Dear God, I absolutely refuse to have, and then fill in the blank with what you do want. And after that first line, you're going to rapidly, and I mean a stream of fast writing that comes out freely and from just wherever it comes out, heart, head, throat, stomach, gut, whatever, just blurred it. Write, because I have a deep fear that, and then keep that flowing over and over and over. Using that template, here's an example using my old pattern of attracting partners who lied to me. Dear Goddess, I absolutely refuse to have an honest partner because I have a deep fear that I wouldn't know what to do with complete honesty. Because I have a deep fear of people who tell the truth. Because I have a deep fear that I secretly like the lying. Because I have a deep fear that I need someone to lie to me so that I can prove I'm a forgiving soul. Because I have a deep fear that I will not be worthy of an honest man. Just on and on and on. You get the idea. But you will need to write to exhaustion. Just write until dumb shit is coming out of the pen and onto the page. This is where the unconscious becomes conscious. When you have 30 or more deep fears on your page or when you feel complete, take your deep fear inventory and read it out loud to a trusted friend or family member. Maybe someone else who would benefit from doing deep fear inventory on some other aspect of their lives. Read it to the person. Ask them to respond with, Thank you for your powerful honesty or courage or whatever word sort of feels like it honors what you're doing this for. And then you say, thank you for listening. So they'll say, thank you for your honesty. You say, thank you for listening. And then you rip up, burn, stomp, or otherwise just expunge permanently your deep fear inventory. Do not save it. Your deepest fears are no longer serving you, so they get thrown away in ritual. It's like the Control-Alt-Delete. Physically discarding tells your brain that you do not need these fears any longer. Write your deep fear inventory every day for at least two weeks. You'll be amazed at how boring and silly the deep fears are and how many come up for you that you didn't even think of. These deep fears can only cause chaos in your life from a buried position. They don't cause chaos when you bring them up to the surface and embrace them. It can seem scary to address these shadow parts, but bringing them home to your heart and self will calm them down and you will get unstuck. It takes so much courage to look at all of it, but when we're fragmented, we suffer. And suffering attracts suffering. Healing attracts healing. Think of it like an infection due to neglect. If you ignore it, you keep it under bandages or layer of clothing. That works for a little while, but soon leaving the wound uncared for causes an infection and, ev and eventually sepsis. It's the same with your shadow. It can stay repressed for a while, but not forever. Go get it. Love the shit out of it. Feel yourself return to wholeness. You'll be able to feel it in your body. The jumpy, edgy, anxious tension exits. I'm telling you, the return to wholeness feels like, like the relaxation after a bout of shivering. It feels like ease and an opening. And this is a wonderful place to date from. And I wish it for you. 
Heartfelt thank you for listening. I am honored every time you choose the one. Loving yourself does not require perfection. Big, juicy love requires us to get curious, to offer ourselves what we are searching for in others, and know that from this place of love and power, we magnetize amazing connections. Please do all the actions to keep the one podcast rolling. Share with others who may need to hear this episode. Like, download, sleep with me under your pillow. Click on the link in the show notes to subscribe to my monthly newsletter. And then listen every Monday and Thursday to get ever closer to the love that you so deeply deserve. You can also follow me on Instagram where I have tons of fun content to inspire you to be the one. You are loved by me.